Mood.tv If I don't, if I don't brush my teeth before bed, that means, that means that I'm very, very drunk. Because it it doesn't mean that I'm totally, extremely, over the top, ill or sick. Because even when you are, you brush. Yes, absolutely. If I'm ravaged with sickness, I will still brush my teeth. Man. The only time I don't, and there's only two times that I know of, <laughs> it's because I am not in a good state, alcohol, alcoholically speaking. So in your adult life, you've only not brushed your teeth before going to sleep twice? That I know of. Twice. Because, I, I mean, there might have been another time, but I certainly don't know because nobody was around to tell me one way or the other. But I will ask people. Like, did I brush my teeth? <laughs> and I, I know twice that I did not. So, so if you're alone, anytime you've been alone, you might not have brushed your teeth, but you would never know. But I, I would imagine that I still did. It has to be really, really bad. When did that start? Always. I've always had a weird thing about brushing my teeth and washing my face before bed. I just, I can't not do it. It kind of freaks me out. And so I will, I will take great pains to do it. <laughs> Uh, unless I'm totally incapacitated <laughs> with alcohol. That's the only time that I that I don't do it. Man, so the second time ever, just a couple last week, you said? Two this weeks was ago? Uh, just a few days ago. I really, you know, I haven't been around people too much. So it was nice to hung out with some, some, uh, some cousins and really hit it hard. Really, really had a good one. Really had a good one. Slept in my clothes. Another thing I never, ever do, ever. I always bring a change of clothes. Uh, I didn't even, I couldn't even. Uh, and I brought a, a toothbrush too. It was out in the car. I feel like it's a very adult thing is to have it like, even when I, I would like come to your place to play poker, I'd like have a pair of shorts. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have something. <laughs> you, you get too old for that stuff. I hate sleeping in jeans. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Me too. But I think even in high school, I just think, I don't know. I never, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm the guy that just brings pajamas everywhere. Nah, see, I've done it, but I feel like in my more adult life, I'd say definitely post 30, probably post like 25. As long as like, I mean, if I know there's like a chance that I'm going to be out, I'll just throw a pair of shorts in the bag. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's certainly the way to do it. Uh, Why not? So anyways, that was the story of my life. Uh, This is, (laughs) let me ask you a question, the podcast. Uh, As you notice, it's just, it's just the Gregor Man and I tonight. Yeah. Alone together. Fuck EJ. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to make sure we say a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, the only other couple, like one or two times that we've done it, we've made, we have wholeheartedly shit on EJ without him being able to defend himself. Yeah, and we got to, we got to go really strong and make it really difficult to edit. Well, I'll keep drinking. And then uh, we should also take time to reflect on Bruce Hornsby's new single. Oh, yes. Everybody's favorite. Oh, yes. I can't tell you. So this last week, I'd be laying in. My, my daughter's playpen with her playing and two things would happen I would either, either ask Alexa to play the new Chuck Hornsby single Chuck Hornsby or I, would ask Ale- I mean Chuck Hornsby <laughs> this is, this is Hornsby. truly the Bruce Hornsby fan club <laughs> you say Chuck, no, sorry, Chuck I got it, I got it mixed because it was Bruce Hornsby the new Bruce Hornsby or Chuck Mangione feels so good oh 
I literally was just going back and forth. With I'd be like, play the Disney playlist. And then after a while, I'd be like, play Chuck Mangione. He feels so good. Oh, my God. Play the new Bruce Hornsby single. That's pretty good. And it was um, it's pretty awesome. And then my wife was home, and I, I played Chuck Mangione. And she was like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, it's almost a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> almost almost packed my bags right there. You know, I, I think I may have heard the song, but I didn't. I couldn't have really talked about Chuck Mangione much before last week. So... I only know that song. I mean, I pl- I asked Alexa to play more like it, and I definitely stopped playing that music shortly after. <laughs> um, well, it's just the two of us alone together this evening. Uh, Indeed. And so I'm going to ask a uh, just a tiny it's a tiny little question. It's not we're not going to go all right. It's not going to be crazy. We're just going to have a little pillow talk about something that I think about. I think about a lot late in the night. But <laughs> when you're resting your head on your pillow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm literally resting my head on my pillow right now. Just so the listeners know that I, I'm, I am traveling right now. That's why I sound a little funny. I'm, I'm using like a telemarketer headset right now with a little microphone <laughs> on the end uh, so that I can travel. So wait, if I, if I harass you, can you not sue me then? I cannot. <laughs> that's, Is that where we landed that's on that how, Yeah, that's how that goes, I think. Um, so anyway, so now the listener knows. That's the deal. That's Just a little question. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little question. Uh, I guess I'm. I'm wondering. It's. It's something like. How often are you? Do you know the thing that would immediately make your life better, and you don't do it anyways? Because <laughs> uh, it's something that happens to me all the time. You know, I, I, it could be literal, little. It could be big. I'm thinking of things like in the. I do think about it late into the night because I'll be laying in bed and I'll think to myself. One thing I am right now that I definitely am is thirsty, <laughs> but I hem and haw and, and, oh, and eventually like I'm, we're talking an hour later, maybe I'll go and get a drink of water. It'll be like the thirst one, but I knew all along it would have made my life better. Have you ever won that battle or lost that battle by not going and getting that drink? I, oh, sure. I think if there are degrees of times when I'm feeling more energetic and times that I am just ready to get up and do something for my sorry ass, then yes. But often I fail. Often I lose. And my life is definitely made worse. It's, um, to me, it's kind of like when you watch a little kid, right? You're familiar. You have a small child. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have a child and the only thing they have is the present. That's all they got, really. They're not thinking about how their life could be better or worse. So it's much easier to shit your pants than sit on a toilet. <laughs> you know, because if they're... Well, they don't even understand the concept of no, sitting on the toilet de- yet. Yes, but, and that's why... Or like something like taking a bath or having a shower. It's If they're having a good time, as they are, why would they want that to change? I, I, the, the, the easiest example for me is like, I mean, video games first and foremost. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I've, I've had clothes in the dryer for three solid days. <laughs> and the only reason, <laughs> the only reason they have remained there is because we haven't had to wash Ruby's clothes yet, which will probably come up tomorrow. <laughs> and my wife hasn't had to wash clothes yet. Because if either of those things happen, then I'm forced to then dry, uh, fold my clothes. <laughs> but every morning for the last three days, I've woken up, or for the last two days, I guess, and fluffed the laundry. Because I'm like, gotta, gotta fold these clothes. See, that's even better. Now you're going out of your way. To make to sure prepare yeah. to do the thing. Yeah. And they are, I just realized this because you, you asked this question. They are, in fact, and that was one of my to-dos of today was to fold my clothes. 
they're still sitting in the dryer. And I'll be goddamned if I fold those tonight. That's so funny. <laughs> so I think there's, there's something that we take with us all the way from when we are little children, I think, until we're adults. But what is that? Like, why, why are we so lazy? In that sense, it's literally the same thing as when I'm a child. Because I'm like, I could fold these clothes right now. Like, you know, and, and not even like boring. Like, I could put something on Netflix and I could fold some clothes sitting on the ground. But I'll probably, after we're done here, play video games instead. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to fold those clothes. Because my wife's in the other room talking with her friends. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to watch something. To if we watch something together, then I'll probably fold the clothes. But if she's in the other room chatting and I'm out here by myself, I'll be like, okay, fold clothes, video games. It's game time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but folding, folding the clothes is a little bit more abstract, though. I, only in so much as it's not something that you you know, need to do to maybe survive, you know, like poop or drink some water or something. But I'm wondering. Well, see, I always poop. Yeah. Well, we, that's me time, we, too. Uh, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me time. I enjoy it. But I think about that then, too, because sometimes I'll have just the slightest knock on my <laughs> rectum from a little turd. It's like a very polite turd at that point. Just saying, Excuse me, Anthony. pardon, sir. Saying, pardon, I, uh, I just wanted to present, I wanted to announce myself, you know? <laughs> and then I don't always open the door on the first knock. Oh, man. I guess it's like that. I open, I open the door when, when, like, the poop is, like, has his fist up and, like, might be knocking. I'm like, sure. Oh, you see, yeah. And then sometimes he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'll come back later. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, whatever. I'll just hang out for a minute. And I'm like, nothing? All right, cool. Oh, you just go for duds sometimes. You just, you'll just sit down. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, I can't blame you. It's nice to have that alone time sometimes. That's like when you go, yeah. um, you know, when you go to a restaurant and there's a lot going on and you just have to go sit in the stall for a while. <laughs> See, I don't do that often. You've never gone at a restaurant just to sit? You never just got up from a conversation you were having with just one other person and said, I'll be back. No. And you just go and have some alone no. time for 10 to 15 minutes? I mean, I guess much like my, you know, being a shy peer, I'm, I'm a shy pooer as well. Because I feel like, I, you know, I blast out a turd when I go. <laughs> so if, there, if I go in there and there's a lot of people in there, there's like, you know, stalls closed. I'm like, damn, like, but I'm like, whatever. I'll go do it anyway. But I, I try to be in and out in public. <laughs> and I'm not an in and out kind of pooper. Oh, wait, but hold on. Once you have pooped, what's the difference? Once the poops come out. Are you talking about the person at the table? You're worried about the person at the table or there being a lot of people in the restroom? No, no, people in the restroom with me. But once you've pooped, you can't unpoop. Yeah, but I don't want to like come out when they come out and then we're washing our hands and I'm like, yeah, yeah you, you heard that destruction I just performed. <laughs> I have timed it before, for sure. If there's somebody in the stall next to me, I, I do the exact opposite thing. I, try, I outlast them. Well, yeah, but then that's, that's the problem at a restaurant is like you do have people out there. And I don't want to sit there and like be, especially if it's like. Oh, yeah, well, certainly <laughs> there's a line. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> even like, that. Not even that, though. But if like, you know, how do I know he didn't just just sit down like three minutes before, not even three minutes, like a minute before I sat down. And what if he's a long pooper and I'm trying to outlast him? I know. And I got people sitting out at the table waiting for me. Oh, I run into that problem. I've had to, I've had to play piano. Like I've had to be places to play the piano, but I instead tried to outlast a pooper. <laughs> And they sat there for 10 minutes, and 
I, I did it. I just, I had, once you're in, you're in. And I just sat and I tried to outlast them the entire time. I will say it's one of my favorite things um, that ever came from that show Guy Code that I worked on like the first season and then it went on for a long time and I was like, it's all right. But they had a thing called the position of shame. <laughs> and that's like when you go in and you're pooping and then someone comes in and they're peeing and like now you're in the position of shame. Like you can't come out until that person leaves <laughs> because you're in the position of shame. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. And I mean, I took that to heart, but I also like that, that goes into poop installs too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's funny, it, but it's amazing though, when you're in a place where there's all geriatrics, like, uh, <laughs> like when I do go to see a, an opera or something in New York, I will go and, you know, I try not to pee in urinals. I always pee in the stalls as well. Yeah. And those, those dudes, we are talking 10, 15 minutes easy. For each of them, they just go in there and they just sit and they enjoy life. And those bathrooms are so dark. Like, I don't know what is going on in there. It's all a weird scene. And how do you know where they, where are they are in their, their life cycle of that poop? Like, you have no idea. Right. I'm just standing there waiting. <laughs> just standing there. I do that at a sporting events because I don't like the trough mentality. It's give me a barrier at least. Oh, yeah. Although, peeing on the ice can be fun. I mean, like the literal trough, yes, but like when it's just like stalled like six inches apart, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's into that. Not a fan of that. I'm sure somebody's into it, but I'm not into it. I'm pretty much not into a urinal ever under no circumstances, really. <laughs> but the, the ice, actually, I can get down with the ice. I'm kind of into the ice. The ice, I mean, if there's, if there's an activity involved, of course. Oh, yeah, it's a challenge. Exactly. Honestly, if somebody put like little mini basketball hoops in there, I'd probably get down with it. Oh, that'd be cute. Right for tur for turds? No, no, for peeing. Maybe with like a spinny wheel on the like underneath the hoop. <laughs> what if there was a hoop for t for poops? Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, that'd be fun too. But I feel like that would get pretty dirty. <laughs> um, well, the hoop would be filthy. That would be a filthy hoop. But man, it would be really it would be really really funny if you know you kind of got to get it through, but it, or it gets caught horizontally. <laughs> it's like don't break the ice when there's a horizontal one stuck in there. Oh man! And everybody's just building on top of it. I would be so into that. Okay, anyways, to take it back, to reel it back in a little bit, though. So, so you didn't like my laundry because it's not a life, a life decision. Well, it's just a little bit more abstract than something like a, like I defer basic needs. Yeah. You know what? Just because I'm, I'm just, I feel as though I'm a little child again. I just feel, you know, I'm good right now. You're kind of weighing levels of being okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm okay right now, but I do know that my life would be better. If I got up and got that drink of water or got up and took that dump that is just politely asking, maybe it's there, maybe it's not. Or when you kind of have to go to the bathroom, when you go to bed, you kind of do. And then I always end up giving in eventually and going, you know, I, I don't even know why I wait. Sometimes those times I don't like going to bed and I'm like, I lay down and then I'm like, oh, I should have peed. <laughs> oh, and then you just. And then I'm like. Then you go to sleep. And then I just, I'm like, you know what? If like I'll I'll sit there for like maybe two minutes, and see if the sensation subsides because you know so I don't know you know that's just physics sometimes if you lay down, <laughs> things are moving around and and like just goes away so I'm like all right well then either if it gets really bad, uh, my body will wake me up in the middle of the night because I know I don't pee myself, <laughs> and most times I just wake up with like, just a horrible horrible need to urinate. <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't wait till you wake up in a giant puddle of piss. That's going to change your whole I have only thing. done that one time in my adult life. That's a good place for a break. <laughs> <laughs>
let's talk let's talk about that right when we come back Tell the tell the nice listeners about when you pissed yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I honestly, because of the situation, I like to think I I didn't I didn't piss myself. <laughs> yeah, we all like to think we didn't. I pissed the bed. It, oh yeah. But when you hear the story, that'll make a little bit more sense. So you know, like you said, it was I or like you mentioned, it might have been off air, but I was hammered, hammered drunk. Yeah. And this is when I lived in Brooklyn with like five or six roommates and i live i i slept in a lofted bed tell you a fun quick side story one time i was hammered drunk and people used to walk through my room to get to the backyard to smoke cigarettes because that was the only way through and i just bailed on the party one night and i just sat up there and as people walked through i scared the shit out of them (laughs) (laughs) but that's a whole different thing so i'm i this this time i hammered i remember having a dream about peeing into a toilet oh yeah you know like and i don't i don't i don't dream or I mean, I'm, I'm sure I dream. I don't remember my dreams hardly ever. Um, but this time I woke up and I kind of knew it. Like, I think I, I had this dream and I was like, I was peeing and I was feeling great about it in the dream. And then I woke up and I instantly knew something was wrong. But what I had done <laughs> was I had in my sleep next to me in bed, and I think I had like a full size bed at the time, my, my, uh, my comforter was coiled up into like a little bowl. <laughs> And I had leaned on my side and peed into it. Oh, man. Yes. So it was like contained about <laughs> as much as peeing your bed can be contained. It had pooled. It, um, at that point, probably it, it had leaked its way down into all the trenches. But yeah, um, I, honestly, I, I remember because I remember cleaning it like at, immediately. There was only like a little spot on the mattress. <laughs> so... The spool that I had made in my sleep did its job. <laughs> um, I think you did that in your sleep. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I wasn't like sleeping. I'm sure I was just like blackout drunk, which normally I'm the guy who remembers everything. But we had a couple parties in our apartment and they, you know, when it's your own apartment, you got multiple kegs. Shit gets wild. Absolutely. I like that there was some part of the Gregor man that was saying to himself, we got it. We got to shoot in something that looks like a toilet. <laughs> You're an adult, all right. You don't just just pee through your pants yeah. and your underpants and leak all over the bed. They're like you, you pee your bed with sophistication. Yeah, and that part of the Gregor man while you were pissing was going. This is classy. <laughs> this is classy. No, really, it was probably like this is about as classy as we can be right now. So let's just do it. Yeah, because it's also like I the. I didn't have like a ladder. Like I mean, I had a ladder that got up to the bed, but it wasn't like a built-in ladder. It was literally a ladder that was leaning against the wall. Right. And there have been a couple of times where I have had to catch myself in a pull-up position because the ladder slides. So I'm sure my brain was also like, listen, you could try to get off the bed right now, but it's probably going to go poorly. So this is just a better option. Right. So then the classy part of your brain kicked in and made yourself a toilet shape to piss all over. It, ta- it talked to my safety brain. Right. It was like, hey. Safety brain was like, we can't do this. Classy brain was like, all right, I got it. 
and we took care of it. It's just interesting to me that that there's that little there's that little part of your brain that always knows this would make your life a little better. You know, if we do this, if we do this, it would make your life better in the long run. And actually, what's really funny about it is that I'm deferring things like getting a drink of water or having my poop when really the amount of time that I spend hemming and hawing about it. You could have been sleeping. I could have been sleeping. So actually, it's funny because there's something about it that seems like impatience, but it doesn't really make sense. It's just, I guess it's just laziness. I, it's just laziness. But what, yep. but what is that? It's so funny that laziness, even for a short-term benefit, outweighs... What am I trying to say? Even for like you, my laziness... Even even for the short-term benefit that if I were to go, it would actually make my life better, it's it's still outweighing it. I don't really understand that. That's not even, I don't even get that. That's, yeah, that's so it, it kind of fascinates me. But I think it has something to do with, maybe there's something when you're a little kid, all the way back when you're a child and, you, and, and you're playing with your toy, and you just, I'm having a good time, so I just, I just shit myself. I'm not, I'm not trying to go anywhere else. I'm not. I'm not interested in anything but the present. Maybe there's a positive spin. Maybe it's just loving the now. That's why. I mean, hey, I live in the now, and that's that's why I don't pee before <laughs> bed sometimes. That's what you said when you were pissing into that little <laughs> toilet-shaped hole you made in your mattress. <laughs> this is the now. And I was thinking about it. I don't think I did clean it up right away, because I, 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 I think I threw the blankets off the bed and then touched the mattress, and when I didn't feel a giant wet spot, I was like, take care of that in the morning. <laughs> yeah that's how that kind of stuff goes for sure you just kind of you just kind of defer it but it, it happens all the time like there's even little things I'll, I'll notice i'm laying in a certain position and if i shifted a little bit i'd be more comfortable and i don't <laughs> but you won't. i don't i don't even shift i'm not even shifting my position i'm living in uh. the now so hard that i'm not even going to turn on my side because I'm in a little bit of pain. When I know it's more comfortable. I know it's more comfortable. But there's something about letting it ride that I think is just, I don't know, there's See, some weird deep gratification in being human that I think you just don't want to do anything to upset the now. The now's good enough. Maybe you just have a problem like with authority and even that, that goes even to yourself. <laughs> like your brain's like, hey, go get a drink. You're thirsty. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah, don't boss me around. Don't tell me when I'm thirsty. I'll, I'll get up when I am ready to have a drink. <laughs> and when you're ready, is in an hour. <laughs> Even though for that hour you're fighting with your brain is like, really? Like, let's, let's just get a drink. And you're like, fuck you. I'm still good. I can't wait to show that part of my brain who's the boss and <laughs> die of thirst. <laughs> I'm going to have the last laugh on that one. Yeah, I don't know how the, how the death of that works. I, I, It'd be hard. I would be surprised if your brain is actually alive a little bit longer than you and it's like, told you. <laughs> you're not laughing last. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's probably what would what would end up going down. But anyways, it just kind of fascinates me. It's a fascinating thing. How unbelievably lazy we can be, or how we just don't want to upset the apple cart when something seems good enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of more examples. I don't know. I mean, tonight was a decent one. Like, I, I could have made easy enchiladas. Actually, I guess this one goes to reverse. I was like, you know, we have food in the house. We have stuff to eat. But we kind of didn't feel like cooking. And I was like, we could just go get food. 
yeah, we're going to spend $40 and we probably shouldn't, but... Oh, yeah, sure. But then somehow, I made enchiladas tonight. <laughs> oh, you got down in there. You did it. I got down in there. And I mean, Regress. the chicken was already made. Everything was already, like, all you have to do for enchiladas is roll it and put the sauce on it and cheese and put it in the oven. Oh, that sounds so good. And I mean, I was almost ready to not do that, oh. to go get like a delicious fried chicken sandwich. Ooh, a fried chicken sandwich. Which would have been probably more effort, but, and made me feel significantly worse after the fact. Where do you get your fried chicken sandwiches? Uh, we're still exploring the restaurants around around Texas. So, like, I just found this place called the 54th Street Bar and Grill. Mm. Um, Mandy got a delicious, awesome salad from there. And I got a burger. And I, I saw they have a fried chicken sandwich and a full rack of ribs for a super reasonable price. Did you get all three? No. Oh. Not yet. Oh. I, well, it's a, that's a fucking giant menu. I mean, it's huge. So I, she was like, do we want to go back to the same place we just went to? I was like, I can eat off that menu for like a week and never get the same thing twice. I love a diner level menu that's so thick and fat. Although it's funny because as we talked about before on the show, I, I would never look at it. But I just like, <laughs> I like that it's there and I like that I like it's idea documented. It. I like that all of these varieties of things, somebody's taken time to document I think that's really terrific. I've never seen I've never seen a diner menu quite like Staten Island diner menus. Oh, is it even crazier? It's I mean, because everyone like whether it's Greek owned or not has to have Greek food. Oh yeah, you gotta have the Greek food. In Staten Island, everything has a, like a at least a page and a half, if not two full pages. Sometimes three of Italian food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then your traditional diner stuff, and then they have a sushi portion. Whoa. They have a like regular Asian portion. Like, I could have got orange chicken at the Z2 Diner in Staten Island. Oh, wow. That's even more intense than I've ever heard of. I've never heard of that in my life. Never did it. But, like, I couldn't believe. And, and that's the other thing I would say about Staten Island. Every restaurant, you can pretty much find penne alla vodka. It doesn't matter what kind of restaurant it is. Oh, definitely. In Staten Island, there's always a penne and vodka sauce. I feel like you can find those in diners a lot. Weirdly, you could find penne alla vodka. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I'm talking, like, you can go to, like, a Chinese food store. Oh, I and, see. And, like, down in the corner, it'll be, like, Penne alla vodka. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. With chicken. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's like every restaurant in Staten Island has penne and vodka on the menu. I mean, you got to read the room. <laughs> they, they read the island. Yeah, that makes sense. It's Staten Island. Yeah, you got to have your penne alla vodka. All right. Well, I think, uh, I don't know if we got to the bottom of it, but we definitely, we figured out that we're both lazy. I'm pretty sure most people can find something that they do with that. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I think that's universal. It just kind of it just kind of baffles me how we could just know the exact right thing to do. We can stare it in the face and do the wrong thing <laughs> or do nothing at all. But in that same light, like, there's so much stuff we could probably do to, like, fully better our lives that we definitely don't do, you well, know? Absolutely. So, like, it's not surprising that we, that at the very bottom of that spectrum, we still do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yes, the striking thing to me is I could totally get how... If I want to lose weight, I would rather just eat a cheeseburger. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. far off future Anthony, I have no concept of far off future Anthony. But what's really baffling is I don't have any concept of 10 seconds from now, Anthony. You know, that yeah. person also eludes me because I'm willing, I'm willing to fuck them right over. <laughs> and I think most people are. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's amazing to me. I kind of get the the... 
it's so abstract to think even tomorrow is more abstract. But the fact that I could change something that would in five seconds that would just change my life for the better, don't do it. Don't do it. I say I like I like what I'm doing. I say to myself. I'm just thinking. I'm like I feel like we could talk to like The Rock, a, a specimen of you know pure physical conditioning and like self you know awareness and knowing everything and he would still have something that he's like yeah i don't do that yeah no doubt or like i should do it but i don't like he definitely there's all you know everybody's got something yeah i'm sure he's had some itch that he just couldn't be bothered it's like yeah i could i should i could do that i should do that yeah just i'm just not gonna i could tie that shoe (laughs) absolutely not I mean, I do that a lot. You just walk with a shoe untied. I don't tie my shoes. That's that's another example. Well, not even that. I just I strategically put my laces on so that they don't flop around, and I don't have to tie my shoes. And the, all of them are shoes that need to be tied. Oh, you never have to, you never have to worry about it. It's like why you know it's just so easy. like I know I'm gonna get home at some point and have to take them off. So like, just walk everywhere with them untied. That makes sense. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if you don't need to tie them, if you you finagled a way to not have to tie them, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. But if I have a shoe and it gets untied, yeah, I know I've walked I've walked shamefully far before tying it. I was gonna say I've never stopped immediately and tied that shoe. Yeah, I don't look down immediately; just get right down there. You ever have a time where somebody tells you and then you don't do it anyway? <laughs> I'm sure I probably have. Excuse me, buddy, your shoe's untied, and you're like, "Yeah, cool," <laughs> and you just go. Would you tell a stranger their shoes untied? Um, I feel like I have, but. I don't think I would now, but I feel like I have. I don't think I'd have it in me to tell a stranger their shoes untied. It's like I don't tell old people they have shit on their face. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. I just, there's some things I just, I just can't because I don't know how they'll feel. Like, they probably know. Yeah, they probably know, or it's just, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't need to be on the receiving end of their being upset that I told them. It's another Anthony sketch, though. Like, you're following somebody with their shoe untied, and you're like, oh, should I tell them? I, I probably won't. Then they trip, and you're like, hey, I was totally going to tell you that your shoe was untied. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. As they're writhing around on the ground. <laughs> you know your shoe's untied. That's what I would say. And keep walking. And that's why you got pushed into a flower bush. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> that's Let Me Ask You a Question of the Podcast. All right, dial in at 929-352-6173 or send us an email. Let me ask you a question, podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Pod. Uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify now, just so you know, just throwing that out there. I think as EJ says, I think all things. Oh, and fuck EJ. But yeah, he says, I think all things. Oh, yeah, all things. That's great. And then you can go to allthingsmoot.tv and you can buy all things. <laughs> it's, it's just moot.tv, everybody. Oh yeah, it's not it's not all that. But uh you can get all things moot there. You can get all the swag, you can give us money, you can donate, you can listen to the other podcasts like Kyle Mocha won't shut up, uh the Derek D dozen and White Wasabi. You got all kinds of options. You could root around there for days now. Months now probably with all the material we have up there. I'm gonna tease it. There is like a fifty fifty chance there could be some new White Wasabi episodes coming. Whoa. Number one, edited by me to finally make that effort that EJ's always looking for to help him out with all that he does for Moot.TV. <laughs> um, but also, uh, you know, Sensei is also had a baby recently. So we're both, you know, living that life. But we're, we, we were talking the other night just in Gchat about 
animes and nothing and we were like let's let's uh let's figure it out let's finish up sao because we got two terrible episodes and we might we might uh we might be coming back i don't you know i hope we are i hope you know those that that that's that shitty show has more de- or almost had more downloads than us with like a quarter of the episode so yeah well you you know you actually had a topic that people care about <laughs> listen if more people knew about this and what it was they would listen that's true i mean we do have more listeners than we used to so it's nice we're, we're getting up there Hey, we love every one of them. We love every one of them, and we especially love the Bruce Hornsby clan. Yeah, oh yeah, we love we love Bruce Horn- Chuck Hornsby. <laughs> Chuck Hornsby, old Chucky. Uh, but yeah, we have. I mean, we've had over twenty thousand listens now. I'm very proud of us. We're do- we we love you. We love what what you're doing. Uh, feel free to write in and send us questions. We would love to ask them or and listen to them. And uh, you know, we just like being the person that talks into your ear late at night. That's you know, creepy. It's a little bit of pillow talk. Yeah, we love to be your pillow talk. We hope you listen to us as you fall asleep every once a week. We do, or as you're doing anything, really. Well, actually, I don't know if you. I don't. Know. Ugh. Yeah, there's some things I don't want you to listen to this for. <laughs> but anyways, we don't have to get into that. Uh, all right. Until next week, this let me ask you a question. Mood.tv. I mean, hey, I live in the now.